Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world. Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you to Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show here on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Let's bring on, from the Gaston Gazette, Joe Hughes. Joe, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hope all's well. Hope y'all had a good Valentine's Day and ate well. Listen, you, you you do realize that we put you on hiatus because you smoked us into pick six, right? We we you know this that's this, not, this has been intentional. That's not true. <laughs> that's that's not. True. Oh, it's true. It's true, baby. <laughs> that's not true. That's Joe. Look, you you won. You won fair and square. In fact, you spotted us a couple of games early. You deserve all the flowers, okay? If the guy across from the table here is a little salty over it, I, that's not on me. That, that's not why you were put on hiatus. And, and, here's the, and here's the real truth. As soon as you get that article written about the Rush Hour Morning Show and slap that sucker in the Gazette, then we'll, we'll give you this plaque for winning the pick six. Until then, it's staying in the studio. <laughs> How about that? That's just wrong. I'm getting the Kurt, I'm getting the Kurt Angle treatment right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, let's, let's dive right into this because – we're, we're one regular season game away from starting to put our focus on the Big South Conference Tournament, the, the North Carolina mm-hmm. High School Athletic Association playoffs. What are some of the takeaways that you've gotten after watching pretty much a full regular season of high school basketball as it relates to the Big South Conference and then even beyond that going to some of the other schools and other leagues in our area? Uh Biggest thing is Big South is mighty, mighty competitive this year. Uh, Chris, of course, clinched the conference title on Tuesday. But you look at those those other games, you look at the Kings Mountain game, you look at the Ashbrook game, and you look at that South Point game earlier this year as well, and you're like, man, the margin of victory and, and the margin between these teams is not that great whatsoever. And it's been like that all year where you just – competitive game after competitive game, especially the past few weeks. So uh, you got to give a lot of kudos to, to Coach Levine and, uh, and, and Chris for what they've been able to do this year. 
And then Kings Mountain is playing probably the best ball of them all right right at this moment, to, if, if you were to ask me. Okay. So here's – in having the conversation with Brad Levine that we had yesterday, this is a guy that has talked to his team when the season started. Let's give ourselves an opportunity to face off against either Hickory or Central Cabarrus. Now, Joe, here's the thing. We're in this part of the world, so obviously the allure of the exotic seems to, you know, kind of make the price go a little higher when it comes to things like that. We hear names like Central Cabarrus, and we hear names like Hickory, and we understand those teams are playing incredibly well right now. We know that they're very solid programs, no question about it. However, my question is this. From your perspective, from everything that you've been able to watch, is there anything in the Big South Conference right now that could conceivably stand in the way of Hickory and Central Cabarrus facing off against each other in a regional final? I don't. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me watching Hickory and Central Cabarrus play is the matchup nightmares that they present. Uh, Central Cabarrus is just a – they just are able to dictate pace and make you play out of character. Whereas Hickory, Hickory's able to kind of mix it in, and then they have so many bodies. They're so deep that uh, it's hard for teams to be able to keep freshmen out there, and then they play this this press. They mix with presses and, man, and traps, and they are able to do it with such length that they just are, by the time that you're able to kind of get your feet to feet on the ground, hey, we're down 10, 10 15 points. You know, so... That's how that's how Hickory and Citric Bears have been operating this year, and and the biggest thing is Levine wants another shot at him. Uh, he right now they're that three in that three spot, so they'd be right in line with Central Cabarrus at the moment. Well, so and and when it comes to that, if 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 there was one team out of this group of four, and when I talk about the group of four, I'm talking about Huss, Ashbrook, Kings Mountain, and Crest. When you look at that group of four in the Big South Conference, because I think if they get together in a semifinal matchup with each other, it's going to be a raucous Big South Conference tournament. But with that said, thinking more along the lines of the state playoffs, if Crest does get a chance to face off against Central Cabarrus, in my mind, they're the one team that could probably withstand some of the pressure that Central Cabarrus brings. However, if you're looking at someone with the length of a hickory, the depth of a hickory, to me, would it be reasonable to say that the only team in this league that could really match the length, the size of a hickory, might be Kings Mountain? Definitely, without a doubt. And, and the fact that they also are able to play about 8D. So uh, being able to play 8-9D and having to constantly deal with the personnel switches and changes and and also philosophy changes that hickory presents i really do believe that and especially the other part is kings mountain shares the basketball so well uh of course you have bradley floyd who's their superstar but the biggest thing that he's doing right now is he's getting 20 20 point 10 assist games you know and you don't see many stars doing putting up lines like that well that's true now one of the things for someone to rack up big assist numbers is you've got to have people converting shots on the other end. Joe, you and yep. I might differ 
in our position about this, but I'm going to throw something out, and then I'm going to let you just take the baton and kind of go with it where you want. When you look sure. at the likes of a central Cabarrus, a Hickory, to me, the one equalizer in all this, as is constantly the case in high school college basketball, is the three-point shot. In my mind, out of the four mm -hmm. teams in the Big South, the one team that can make the most hay with the three-point shot, in my mind, is the Crest Chargers. If there's anybody that can shoot themselves into a ball game, it is the Crest Chargers. I'd love to get your thoughts on that because it's kind of hard when you've got Caleb Nixon, you know, shooting the basketball from deep for Kings Mountain. That could be a difference maker for Kings Mountain. Try to sway me one way or the other here and what you think. I actually believe that Kings Mountain has more shooters, um, especially in that first game where Kings Mountain actually had them beat. They were shooting they were shooting the uh, three-point ball well. They've done so pretty well all season. Grants can get hot from there, but that's not really what their M.O. and what they want to do. They want to get up and down the court and pressure you that way and just want to just want to kind of lean on you lean on you with tired legs later in the basketball game. Uh, whereas I, I really feel that Kings Mountain actually, the three-point shot is actually a big part of their offense. Okay. When you, when you see the pace of play, when, when you see Kings Mountain, who's a little more of an all-weather type game versus Crest, who does want to utilize the three-point shot, but do so going from baseline to baseline as quickly as they possibly can. In your mind then, regardless of whether it's Hickory or Central Cabarrus, which team do you think is going to have the wherewithal to face off against one of those two schools and put together the best product? It would have to be Crest. Uh, it's in part because Crest actually saw Central Cabarrus last year. They know what they're actually going up against. Um, I'll, I'll give a nod to Huss as well because Huss has actually seen Hickory twice. They didn't fare well, but they they were also getting their legs under them earlier in the season with a young basketball team. So if the answer for me would be Crest, Crest just because of the fact that they've seen what Central Cabarrus presents, the problems that they can create, and they also have a coach who can actually, uh, who's actually seen it all, done it all, and actually can. I have faith that they can actually put something together that might actually boggle them and bottle them down. Okay. I want to go to Huss real quick because I think you just touched on something that I think is, is really interesting. Express to me your thoughts on Troy Phillips and the job that he's done in his first year at Hunter Huss because to me, the fact that he's got such a young group playing at, let's be honest, a, a pretty high level, a higher level than I anticipated seeing this group play this year. Kind of tell me what your thoughts are on Troy Phillips and the job that he's done at Huss, given all the circumstances surrounding his first year there. I, I really I really like the job that he has done. Uh, of course, they started off with a tough, tough schedule. I, I already talked about the two Hickory losses. Hickory dominated both of those games. But they come into conference with a record that's below 500, and you look at what they've done thus far, they're the four seed going into the – they're, they're locked into the four seed going into the conference tournament. Right. And you have Crest on that on that one line, and they're like, hey, we might have to play them Wednesday or Thursday. Do we really want a piece of this? And that's the biggest thing that us does. They're, you know that they're going to play great defense. You know that they're going to – this is probably the bad, best uh, plus team that passing the ball and sharing the basketball that they've had in, 
at least in my tenure. And they, they're just a tough out. They're just, they're just going to play well. They're going to play sound basketball. They're going to make you work for everything. And playing teams like that, especially in a one and done, is not what is is not what you want to see. Fair enough. Let me let me shift gears. Let me go into the Southern Piedmont one A two A. Now, what I'm going to ask you is about the totality of of what we're witnessing, because I don't know that you're going to see this all that often, even in today's high school sports. Trenton Sherrill, with what he's been able to do on the football field, on the basketball court, this is a very rare story. Can you kind of give us some context as to what we're seeing out of Trenton Sherrill, given the fact that he's had such a monstrous football career at East Gaston, and at the same time put up some really dazzling numbers in a basketball uniform? Yeah, there his story probably starts well before he even started wearing, you know, East Gaston red, white, and blue, you know. Of course, it's, he won a uh, middle school championship basketball at Stanley Stanley Middle right uh, in 2020. So he was able to follow all of that up with a dazzling uh, high school career. What he did on, on the football field has been, was, has been amazing. All-time leading passer at the school. Uh, took him to three straight playoffs. Appearances, I can't can't remember his exact number of wins right off the right off the top of my head. But now he's following that up into uh, likely becoming the, the school's all-time leading scorer in basketball. That's just absolutely amazing. Then he then on uh, Tuesday against Burns, his team is is down or is tied at 52. Hits a little mid-range jumper and they they win the game. So. It's just, it's just been an awesome career for him. Of course, uh, losing his mom was a, a real punch to the gut, but uh, seeing what he's turned into and what he's been able to do at the school, you can't, you can't argue that his mom would be nothing, anything but proud of what, uh, what her baby boy has accomplished. Well, there's no question about that. And the numbers, they are staggering. I mean, it's amazing to see a school present two athletes that do what they've been able to do on the football field or on the basketball court, to have it encapsulated in one individual really kind of speaks to the totality of the impact that Trenton Sherrill has had on that East Gaston Athletics Department in recent years. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Hugh, he, Joe Hughes here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Joe, you, you dropped a story a few days ago related to South Point basketball. Um, I do want to ask... Mm -hmm. Is there any update? Is there anything that you have related to that situation? Still doing some digging. Uh, of course, the biggest thing with stories like that is getting people to give give their account, you know. And that's the, that's kind of where we're at with that. And of course, we've we've all heard different things about it. Of course, I can't. Um, hands are kind of tied in regard to going too deep into what those rumors and speculation are but it, it, you hate it for the you hate it for the kids in particular the basketball team and especially seeing the, the the slide that they're on you have to you have to feel that a lot of this is really weighing on them and as young men it's it, you hate to see it you hate to see anything happen like that but it's, uh, 
it's a it's a real messed up situation. Yeah, tell us about it. We've we've been hearing the stories for for a week, and and, and, and how you can, you can't really cover it. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you weren't there, exactly. it's all it's all just speculation. It's all just secondhand information. It's just it's a tough story. Yeah, and that, that's the biggest thing because I've been getting asked questions. I'm like, uh, I know what I've heard, but I can't really. I'm not really a speculation guy. I'm a facts guy. And until I have those facts or until I'm able to see something, man, it really makes it harder to hard to really cover, except for the fact, hey, the coach has been dismissed, you know? Sure. Well, and, and, and from our side, we get to speculate all we want to. The reality is it's just not in good taste to do so at the high school level. If we want to yeah. sit here and speculate on the goings-on of the Charlotte Hornets or the Carolina Panthers, that's different. They're all adults. They're in a multi-billion dollar business. High school, not quite the same thing. And let, let's be honest here. I'll say this, and maybe I shouldn't say it, but I will. I'm going to no filter here. If the guy, if the guy was, is, <laughs> if the guy was that bad, he would be fired. He wouldn't just be dismissed as a coach. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. If the situation was as yeah. bad as it's perceived to be, the guy wouldn't be working for the schools, and that's not the case. So it is what it is. That's just my opinion. So. Well, Joe Hughes, we want to thank you yes. for spending some time with us this morning. I do have one final thing to talk about, okay? Is, yeah. there, is there anything in the world of pro wrestling right now that's gathered your attention? We want Cody. Oh, get <laughs> out of here with that nonsense. Uh, here's the reason why. I can't wait for him to lose at WrestleMania. <laughs> that place is going to blow up, isn't it? I I am telling you that they are setting you. We're being set up for something. Yeah, uh, there's no way he's winning. It has, it has very little to do with the Rock because I'm always I'm on. We we talk about hey, we got to finish the story, but what happens after the story is finished? Re in wrestling, the story is never finished. Yeah, the story keeps going on and on, and he might win it. He might. No way. That's a, I've, I've said it. I think I said it uh, the night of the Royal Rumble, Corky. I said, it's going to be beautiful when right after he finishes his story, you got Damian Priest coming in and clocking him with that briefcase <laughs> and cashing in. Yeah, that's a possibility, right? Yeah, you either have that or I, I'm feeling more toward, I'm leaning more towards Seth turning, you know, turning after he gets beat at uh, the night, night one. So, uh, they're, they're, they have something cooking, and I'm, I'm looking forward to really seeing exactly where they go with this. Listen, real quick, before we let you go, we're up against the break. Uh, quick suggestion, okay? Uh, I'm not the editor. Uh, I, think it, I think it would be a better <laughs> idea to put the, put the Corky B-Rush Rush Hour Morning Show article on the back burner, you know, keep it there, and write a ni nice article about the Cheryl kid. I think, you know, especially if he breaks that record tomorrow night at Highland Tech, which he's probably going to do. You know, I think that'd be a yeah. great that'd be a great Sunday read, wouldn't it? Put that sucker in the paper on Sunday. Oh, good. Mr. East Gaston. I already have something planned. Yeah. Good. I already have something planned. I talked I talked to him Tuesday after that game winning shot, and uh, it man senior night to do all of that, and and to have the career that he's had. How how can you go wrong? Well, there you go. So guess what. You don't have to put the rush hour story on the back burner. You can go ahead and run that right after the Trent and Cheryl story. So, <laughs> Joe Hughes, we thank you so much for, for putting up with us. We thank you so much for spending some time with us here on this Thursday morning. 
We will catch up with you real, real soon. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks as always. It's always a pleasure speaking with y'all. All right. Take it easy, Joe. When we come back on the other side of the break. We'll start putting the rest of the week in focus. We might even tease something for next week, and then we'll continue to talk about middle school basketball. All that as we continue on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors at 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431.
Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. I have, I have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, God, let me look this up. Should have been ready. <laughs> Imagine okay. that, me not being ready. Um, where is Ashland, Virginia? La- Ashland, Virginia. Is that near Longwood or something? I think it's farther up the road, closer to D.C. Okay. Why oh. So? Why so? Maybe Veronica's listening. <laughs> it was closer to D.C. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying, B-Rush. Uh, I talked talk to the boss. You know, it's, the boss and I were texting while we had Joe Hughes on. Okay. And uh, he was telling me that we have – he was telling me all these different places that people are listening to us live this morning, streaming from w, on WGNCRadio.com, right? So I, I thought it may be from your neck of the woods. Anyway, so – Hey, what's up to whoever's in Ashland, Virginia listening? And B-Rush, I have a surprise for you, right? Okay. So, you know, I've been working on my pirate imitation. My, you know, the pirates, Scottish, drunk Irish, Irish people, they all sound the same to me, right? All that stuff, right? Yes. Okay. I got, I got what I got to work on. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. To, we got some listeners in Germany, Germany this morning. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Guten Morgen. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, W. I told you, dude, it's worldwide, streaming worldwide. WGNCRadio.com. Yes, is. is that easy? So, where wherever you are, yeah, all you have to do is tune in to the Rush Hour Morning Show. That's it. And if you can't listen live, hey, you can always go back and listen to the podcast. You can always go back to the podcast. Yeah. And here's something that I'm, I'm asking all of you to do right now. If you have not done so, please follow us on X or Twitter, whatever you call it. At WGNC, or Rush Hour WGNC. Sorry, I need to add that part. At Rush Hour WGNC. Here's why. In the, in the very near future, and I'm talking about hours, <clears throat> we're going to be dropping a couple of tweets or posts, whatever you want to call them, to at 11 o'clock. They're going to be talking about tomorrow's show. Hey, can we take this line hot? Uh, we, we can take yeah. this line hot. Hello. Okay, so you got, you're, you got, you're getting a call. Yeah. Okay. While you're taking that call, um, have you answered? Yeah. Hold on. We will take it live. Okay. Yeah. You got that thing turned up over there? Uh, it's it's ready to go. Hey, coach. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, like that, baby. C- coach, coach, calling in live. How about it? What you got going there on, coach? Go. Uh, just getting ready for a big game today. Uh, traveling to wc friday and uh it's a it's a major game for us uh you know i hate to call anything a must win but it's as close as it's going to get for us well there's there's that element involved this is coach brandon messick of the stanley middle school blue devils see, see listen coach this, this is how this is how you do it right you want to be on the show brian brian said it before 704-689-3820 or you can call 704-201 <laughs> See, everybody don't have this number, Coach. Yeah, so yeah, he called the hotline. You called the hotline. Yeah, he, Coach wants to come on and talk well, about this big game. I feel special today, fellas. Well, you should feel special anyway, Coach. No. Well, you're the coach of the Stanley Blue Devils, and that's not nothing because I'm going to tell you something. You look at these podcast numbers we've got. Stanley, North Carolina is all about the Blue Devils, and they're all about the Rush Hour Morning Show. So thank you to all of the good folks up in Stanley, Mount Hollyway, we really appreciate the support that you've been giving us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Well, we appreciate what you guys do for the local scene here. So, 
Hey, Coach, uh, before you talk about your, you know, your big game later today, uh, what happened to you guys? When was it? Monday? That's a, that's a tough loss. Yes. Yeah, a nip and tuck ball game. Yeah, you guys were right there. <laughs> Took me a day or two to kind of get through that one, man. It was tough. Uh, we uh, Great game, man. Both teams just battled you know, to the end. And we uh, had a slow start. I think we were down uh, seven at halftime. We actually got down 13, I believe, in the second half. Uh, battled all the way back. Uh, took the lead in in the last minute and uh, just just couldn't hold on, man. Uh, you know, turnovers early and and some key missed free throws late kind of cost us. But uh, really proud of the guys, man. We uh, we could have folded there, um, you know, uh, and and being especially getting down as much as we did in the second half and to see the fight and the toughness and the battle. I uh, know we talked about it last week. That's our that's sort of our DNA. But kids uh, don't give up. But it was a tough loss. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can rebound today. Well, you know, Coach, that's one of the things that, you know, anytime, whether it's middle school, high school, college, whatever, when you fall behind early, you can exert so much energy to try to climb back into a ball game. And, and a lot of the times you'll get to within a possession. And because at some point you just have to exhale, well, then that's when you lose your steam. And so – that's when the other team can, in fact, finish you off, for lack of a better term. And then you have your situation where you were actually able to get back into the game, take a lead, but by the time you exhale, they still had a little more in the tank and they were able to get the win. That's, that's always the tough part and what's so heartbreaking about watching a comeback is so many comebacks get foiled because at some point you got to exhale and there's still steam in the other tank for the opposition. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, those close games are always heartbreakers. Um, and it doesn't end for you today because you, you've got WC Friday on the road. Now, WC Friday, they took the loss Monday against the Belmont Wildcats. They still are trying to cling to a playoff spot. So you may be in a must-win situation or the closest thing to it. They're trying to make sure that they maintain their position as well because they've got some folks knocking on the door. You guys are facing off against one another today, but you've got York Chester, which York Chester has a win against WC Friday already this season. So this is one of these things to where these three teams are doing a dance with one another. It's imperative that one of you guys come out with this win if you have any inclination of staying in that playoff race. And I would even expand it even a little further than that. I mean, if if we're able to pull off a win today, I think that creates a, a five-way tie, four or five-way yeah, tie yeah. for uh, for two spots. So, a uh, huge game, man. Uh, we know uh, we know WC Friday is very talented and athletic, and uh, we got our work cut out for us today. But uh, should should be a good should be a good game, and uh, encourage everybody to come out to Dallas today and 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 check it out. I think the girls' game should be a good game, and then the boys' game as well. Coach, how do you get your guys prepared for this? I mean, I, I know they made it to the championship game in baseball, and, you know, all the boys over at Stanley have been successful at sports for a long time. But seriously, man, you, you end the season. Uh, the last couple games you're playing, Holbrook, WC Friday, and Belmont. And basically, you got you, you know, you would think you got to win. You would hope you would win two of those games. Well, right now you have to at least win this one because, you know, you already know next week's going to be tough uh, playing Belmont. Luckily, you get a bye the last – uh, you know, last game of the season, but that's not going to matter if you guys aren't in the playoffs. How do you get those guys ready for that? 
That's right. Yeah. So, you know, just after Monday, I mean, it was, it was a, it was, it was a definitely a tough one and, and kind of coming in Tuesday, we, uh, we talked about the, the game Monday a little bit, but then we you know decided we're going to just quickly move on because we, we've got to get ready for Thursday. Um, so man, just, just prepare for what we know about WC Friday, um, being, being ready to get out there and play, uh, play our game, play hard. That, that, that's pretty much it. Guys. These guys are, I mean, just it shows the comeback that we had. I mean, the, the game before that against Southwest two point game that went in our favor and then this one didn't. Um, but these guys are so resilient and, uh, you know, their focus and their intensity, I have no worries uh, that that's going to show up today. Well, Coach, I, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, because this has transpired in the last 24 hours. But I do want to let you know that next Thursday, the 22nd, I will be heading your way to be a part of the game that you guys have with Belmont. So just letting you know, I'll be heading that direction. Make sure everybody's nice to me while they're up there, because it should be a fun environment as the Wildcats come to town, and I'll be up there doing a little bit of work for the Blue Devils next Thursday. Well, I, I did hear a little bit about that. We'll make sure we roll out the red carpet for you, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll be in a, a good position, and, and that'll make that game uh, even more exciting uh, if it means something for, uh, for for maybe even both teams. So looking forward to it. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be there. What, covering – middle school basketball, being able to be a part of what's going on is always a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to next Thursday being there in Stanley as the Wildcats come to town. So, Coach, definitely want to thank you for checking us out this morning. Um, We're going to move on because we've definitely got a full segment of middle school basketball to cover with some other games as well. Thank you for your time. We'll definitely be in touch with you, and I'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you, guys. Have a good rest of your show. Hey, Coach, tell that Summit kid to go drop like 20 points today. Hopefully uh, hopefully so. Uh, We got a little foul trouble uh, on Monday, and and, uh, that definitely kind of hurt us. But we're we're ready to go, man. Should be a good game. All right. Good luck to you guys. Take it easy, Coach. Thanks, guys. And there it is. That's how it's done. That a baby. Coach getting it done. He's fired up. If if you want the opportunity to come on the show, you just call the show. Period. Coach coming in hot. 704-689-3820. You can use the same number if you want to send us a text. If you've got a question during the course of the broadcast, you got a show idea, just let us know. 704-689-3820. We ain't going to use it. Unless it's good. And then we're going to steal your idea and say it's ours. You ain't going to get any credit. Let's just be honest. (laughs) Give all the ideas you want, but you ain't getting credit. Well, here's, here's one idea that I definitely wanted to follow up on go on X or Twitter to at rush hour WGNC follow us. You're going to want to do that because today we've got some announcements coming out. We come back on the other side of the break. We'll tell you a little more about the announcements that's coming out at 11. And then we've got another one. We're not going to tell you anything about it. It's a full on tease, but at two o'clock today, You're going to want to keep your ears open. You're going to want to keep yourself attached to your Twitter account, your X account, whatever you want to call it, because it is a massive announcement coming at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Hey, listen, before we jump off here, uh, really appreciate Coach calling in. 
No uh, doubt. That, dude, that's a big game today. It it's, really it's, is. If you're in that area and you want to see a really good middle school game, go out, you know, go out support, support Coach Cheryl. Uh, you know, go out support Coach Messick. All those kids. Listen, man, at the end of the day, everybody can't win the championship. Everybody can't make it to the playoffs. But you can go cheer, this, cheer those kids on. And uh, they're going to work hard, man. Yeah, so, watch, somebody might get them, in today. Watching them compete is yeah. the fun part. No doubt about it. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover some more middies. All that as we continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. 
This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Final segment before we hand the reins over to the likes of Glenn Beck, Clay and Buck, Sean Hannity. We're the pivot. You've got your national syndicated sports talk overnight with Fox Sports Radio. You've got the heaviest of hitters in, in news talk in the mornings and afternoons. We're the pivot. We bring you hyper-local sports talk live in a studio for all of you in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Is it a shocker to you that we've been doing this show for <clears throat> a little over a year and I still don't know the lineup on the station, Brian? <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I know, what, I know what time we come on and what time right. we go off. And, and, and let's be honest, for us, that's a win you know when we go on and when we go off. Yeah. So I'm grateful. As long as you know what happens from 7 to 9, I'll take care of the rest. You've I got th- you. You probably said that a thousand times. I didn't even know we did Fox Sports overnight. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I just learned something that, today. That, that, and hopefully those folks out there. because now I ain't going to listen to them, but at least I know their own. <laughs> well, but. But there again, something for folks like, for instance, tonight, WGNC AM 1450, the Winthrop game against Radford will be on. It's a 7 o'clock tip, 6.30, the pregame show. You can listen to Mike Pacheco, and I'm not sure who's with him up in Radford tonight, but that game will be on AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Of course, I have some direct ties with Winthrop. I do the public address announcing for the men's team, and I do the ESPN Plus for the women's team. And I do know that they're on with regularity here on WGNC. And tomorrow morning, we'll be able to talk about the Winthrop Eagles when they take on Radford, as we'll cover that in the morning sports capsule that I do in the very first segment of the show. And then I like that name. I need to start changing it. What's that? Sports capsule. Oh, is that what? Okay. Did I recreate the name? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. AM Sports Capsule. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I like that. That's that's some that's got some gravitas to yeah, it. Yes, see, see, I can start putting that in the title of the podcast. The Morning Sports Capsule with Brian Rushing. But, but you got to be honest, okay? You got to be honest. <laughs> There's only so many characters you can put in there. Sure. So if it take if I got to take out Corky, ain't happening. <laughs> We we'll stick with scores. <laughs> yes. If I got to take my name out of the heading, ah, the, the capsule sounds good, but it's, it's made way more. Uh, Sorry, what, caps, capsule's gone. Way more letters in the capsule than Corky. <laughs> I already took the e out. I mean, my my uncle's been uh, spelling it C O R K E Y for years. So he don't even know how to spell my name. <laughs> so I already took the E out for him. So, yeah. Yeah, five letters is, is what? How was it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah, capsule seven. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look at it. I know. It, it's is cool. that right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Just checking. So we're on seven to nine, Monday through Friday. This is where you get your hyper-local sports fix to where, let's be honest, Corky. You know what I just realized? What did you just realize? I just had a news flash. Okay. The Summy Kid. Yeah. That's the daggone Chiefs kid. Yes. <laughs> I knew that. And I forgot about it. Yeah, this clicked. Yeah. Yeah, it's clicked in my head. My bad. Sorry, Chief. No, that's, that's, yeah, that, 
That is what it is. That when when you're dealing with hyper local, it all of a sudden dawns on you. The click, baby. The, the got, kid got, got on like- the court is probably the same kid that you see in the frozen foods aisle with his mom and dad on Sunday. I mean, that's that's Look, just what it is. Let's be honest, dude. I need to be on medication anyway. So, a lot so good. you need the capsule, not me. <laughs> I guess, I guess okay. So. so Corky's capsule. I need something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot going on up here, baby. Yeah, there's, that there's thing don't a, slow down. There's a lot going on. I need to donate that sucker to science. Do some research <laughs> on me when I fall out. Uh, if they donated mine to science, it'd be used for a doorstop. But anyway, <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. Okay. Hey, what's up, Chief? Derek Summy, Stanley Police Department. Indeed. Salute to you guys for doing good work. Thank you. Um, middle school basketball. We've already talked a little bit about the WC Friday Stanley game, and that's going to be a big game and, and arguably the game of the day. Here's another one that's going to get my attention and should get everyone else's attention today. And it's the Holbrook-Mount Holly game. Now, again, the quality may not necessarily be what we're going to see from Stanley and WGC Friday today. But here's why this game's so important to Holbrook. Because Holbrook finds themselves in a bit of a situation. They've got to win today. It gives them an opportunity to make the game against Greer have meaning, okay? If they lose to Mount Holly today, which I don't see, I see them beating Mount Holly. But if they lose to Mount Holly, effectively their season's over. They are currently in playoff mode. They won on Monday. If they win today, it makes the game against Greer have heightened value as they're trying to find their way into this playoff scenario. And again, like like Coach Messick mentioned, If the right permutations take place over the course of the next week, week and a half, we could be looking at a situation where you see a five-way tie for playoff spots. And I don't know how they figure that out. I don't know where musical chairs becomes part of the tiebreaker scenario. You know, I'm sure they've already got something covered for rock, paper, scissors. I don't know what happens when you've got five teams involved. Battle Royale, I, I, I don't know. I mean, but that's how congested the middle part of the standings are in the boys' middle school segment. I mean, the reality is, is it certainly looks like it's going to finish out that Belmont and Greer are going to be at the top, okay? WC Friday probably is the best of that bunch, but we're going to find out more today because Stanley's going to roll into WC Friday. WC Friday gets an opportunity to prove that they're better than Stanley, but Stanley, if they get the road win, right back in the conversation for that three and four spot. So there's a lot of basketball to be played, and we're probably going to see the the deck chairs move quite a bit in the standings related to middle school basketball on the boys' side. So that'll be an intriguing matchup this afternoon in Dallas between Stanley and WC Friday, and then, of course, Holbrook playing for their playoff lives on the boys' side. Now, the girls, they don't have that kind of problem. The reality is... The Holbrook girls are absolutely cruising. And one of the things that I'm excited about is going over to Holbrook is watching this group of girls play again on Tuesday because this Holbrook girls team, when you look at what they're capable of doing and they seemingly do it virtually every time out, I mean, they are the standard bearer in Gaston County as it relates to girls' middle school basketball. And so... 
you're thinking that in the future, the exploits for Ashbrook basketball is going to be really improved because if Holbrook keeps sending two kids every year over to Ashbrook, eventually you're going to see a burgeoning basketball program arise out of Ashbrook. So it's interesting to see that dynamic taking place. There should be better days ahead for Ashbrook basketball. I found some information over here. <clears throat> Related to? To the chief. Okay. Uh, like, really? That, that just clicked, right? Guess what Guess what the chief did a couple years ago? Tell me. There was a newborn infant, right? right? Obviously, if it's an infant, newborn. Right. The kid stopped breathing, right? The mom was trying to get the kid to the hospital, right? Okay. The chief at the time sees this thing, sees it going down, runs into the fire department, grabs a defibrillator, and brings this kid back to life. (laughs) Did you know that? Did you know that story? Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy good. Yeah. That's insane. That's amazing. Yeah, I wonder if he still stays in touch with that kid. I guarantee you, if I was the parent of that kid, you're yeah, he might, right his, he might be his godfather or something. <clears throat> yeah. But, but I mean, that's... Isn't that crazy? But that's the beauty of hyperlocal. Because, I mean, let's be honest, okay? That, that story doesn't resonate in New York City, okay? No, because they don't care. They'd let the kid die. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not true. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> that's not true. And, uh, I, and but but see, that's the thing about it. So you know, you you had the that's de- amazing. Man. I know it's amazing. You have the devastating circumstance that occurred yesterday at the Kansas City Chiefs celebration. What happened? I didn't hear it. You had a you had a gunman. Are In you fact, serious? Three people. You had twenty plus people that were wounded. You've had one dead at the celebration. Okay, out of that, one of the one of the assailants was stopped by a by somebody there celebrating the Super Bowl championship, and he takes down the offender and puts all of his weight down on the guy and gets some help eventually. So the authorities can off of him. Well, and I mean, look, I'm I'm sure that much like happens in a in a football scrum. you know, there's probably some elbows and some yeah, knees that go flying, but the reality is, it'd have been in that back room when the cameras would have been off. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I I don't know what Hank Voigt does when he's off camera, but that's a, a different story. This is what I know: things of that level are going to get national attention. A story like what you just described isn't going to get national attention. But there are so many heroes that when you're dealing with the hyper-local that you run into every day, and if you didn't know, you would never suspect. And so that's why the hyper-local to me means so much. These are people that you go to work with. These are people that you go to church with. These are people that you see in the frozen food aisle. That's what makes this part of the world so absolutely wonderful. So am I surprised to hear a story like that? Absolutely not. You know, here's the crazy thing. <clears throat> I was just cutting up about the New York thing, right? You know, here's the thing, man. Just like just like the news stories and things like that, Brian, nobody wants to hear good stories. It's always got to be something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Who wants to watch the Daytona 500 and they just ride around for 500 laps? People go to see wrecks and things like that. Everybody wants car crashes and things. I don't, man. I want the good stories. I want to feel good. That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That that turns me on. Unfortunately, uh, I think, Brian, there's good people everywhere. There really is. They're just overshadowed by the bad people. (laughs) Maybe we need to start sticking together, taking out the bad people. How about that? There you go. I'm, I'm all for the bad people getting theirs. But since I can't necessarily take the law into my own hands that way. Sure you can. I, you get in trouble for it, but well, you can. Well, but, but what I would rather do is I'd rather prop up the good people. Yeah. That's something I can do and not get in any trouble with anybody. Yeah, good for him. Anyway, I saw that story. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a great story. Great story. So here's what's going on tomorrow. We're going to split the show up into kind of two parts. One, first hour, we're going to talk some high school basketball. Carrie Pullman, the basketball coach of Stuart Kramer, is going to be on the show. We're going to talk about the Storm winning the regular season championship. We're going to talk about all that talent that they got over there. Certainly, Oshana Holland is one of the leads. But then you got Hadley Womack, you got Lauren Humphrey, you got that group. We're going to talk about the Storm as they prepare for the Big South Conference tournament. Then we're going to pivot hard at 8 o'clock and go into college baseball as we've got Mike McGuire of USC Upstate. And we've got Jim Chester of Gardner-Webb. Tomorrow, Division I opening day, we're going to talk to both coaches in that second hour. That tweet is going to come out at 11 o'clock reminding folks. So, again, if you haven't done so, please go to Twitter or X and follow us at Rush Hour WGNC. And then at 2 o'clock today, since you're going to already have followed us on Twitter or X or whatever you call it anyway, Just stick around for 2 o'clock because, look, I don't want to say we're going to blow up the internet or anything because we're not. But in our little world, this is a massive announcement. I mean a massive announcement. You're going to want to stick around for this one because it's going to lead us into our Monday show, which is already going to be jam-packed. So we're crossing the river. Well, as a matter of fact, we are. Okay. As a matter of fact, we are. Chris Beatty's going to be on the show talking about Charlotte FC on Monday morning. We're going to have that. But then we're going to have so much more to talk about on Monday morning. You're, you're, you're going to want to be here on Monday morning. It's going to be a phenomenal show. There's just no doubt. We've, we've had to move some things around they just to make come, it happen. Why don't they come around and listen tomorrow? Why do they got to wait till Monday? They don't need to wait till Monday. They should absolutely listen tomorrow because we're just like we do every day. We're going to take sports. <clears throat> we're going to take entertainment. We're going to is that what we're you gonna call inform. This? We're going to entertain. You're going to love it. Be here tomorrow from seven to nine. What if they don't love it? They get their money back. Which is zero. That's why they get their money back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you going to write them a check? For nothing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you going to sign it and date they're, it? They're going to sit there and say, thanks for nothing. And we're going to say, you're welcome. So, yeah, I don't think that's the case, B-Rush. I, I don't think it's the case. Numbers show otherwise. That indeed. And we're incredibly grateful that you're tuning in, and we hope that you'll join us tomorrow. Please follow us on that social media, at Rush Hour WGNC. For our special announcement coming out at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Until then, 
Have a phenomenal Thursday. We're getting out of here. Glenn Beck's coming on at 9 o'clock. God bless. We'll see you next time, everybody. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.